This podcast is brought to you by JAM, Junction Arts and Media, building community in the Upper Valley through media. Welcome to Shelf Help, a podcast where booksellers help you answer one of life's trickier and we argue most important questions. What should you read next? I'm Lisa, co-founder of The Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help you find your next great book. And I'm joined today by a cast of three. I'm Emma, and I'm one of the co-owners of the Norwich Bookstore. I'm Jack. I'm a bookseller at Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. And I'm Carrie, one of the co-owners of the Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock. Yes. As you'll notice, we are missing Allie, who is off having fun with her family. And Sam, he could not be here. So... If you're a recurring listener, you know our episodes answer questions from listeners. So please send us your reading dilemma to shelfhelpuv at gmail.com or use your preferred social media method to reach any of these three amazing independent bookstores. We do our best to answer all the questions that we receive in upcoming episodes. And with that, we jump into today's recommendations and book talk. Today's question is from someone who signed it, Rowan. And their question is, children's books for young readers who have high reading levels and have difficulty finding just right books in terms of content, in parentheses, being sensitive enough with an engaging enough reading level. And I find this interesting because one of the first tricky questions I remember from 20 years ago when I was a bookseller at the Norwich Bookstore was this very question. Like somebody came in and was like, my eight-year-old is reading at a 10th grade level, but obviously can't handle 10th grade topics. What do you recommend? And so it brought me back. It seems like it's a perennial question. So I don't know who wants to start with their answers to this question. I'm happy to start. So I interpreted this question as you said, kind of an eight-year-old or a nine-year-old who's reading at a higher level. But obviously this could be like a high school student who wants to get into adult fiction. Either way, the books that I'm recommending have appealed to me who is now in their 30s. So I would recommend these books to anyone. (laughs) But they are kids' books. So the first one is The Girl Who Circumnavigated Fairyland in a Ship of Her Own Making by Kat Valenti, which is kind of like The Wizard of Oz in that it's about a little girl who gets spirited away to another land where she has to bring down the reigning monarch. It is a lot of fun. It is technically a middle grade book, but I found the setting and the characters and the things that they all had to grapple with really engaging. When I read it, I think for the first time I was 22. And then I have since gifted it to a number of people who are going on some sort of great journey. So I just think this is a great book for anyone. Another one is one I read recently. And you've, if you've heard me talk about kids books at all, you've probably heard me talk about it, is The Troubled Girls of Dragomir Academy by Anne Ursu, which is such a good book. <laughs> it honestly reminds me of The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, but without, you know, all the sex stuff. But it's very much about a young girl who is kind of being lied to and who really needs to learn self-reliance and how to trust in her own instincts and kind of learn a skepticism of the adults around her. Um, The third book (laughs) is The We Free Men by Terry Pratchett, which I actually recommended to a young kid who wanted a book that was either about princesses or female warriors. But it does have a young girl who really wants to be a witch and defeats a beast with only a frying pan. It is hilarious. I've now listened to it twice. I highly recommend it on audiobook. It can be a little saucy. There are some 
we men who are a little inappropriate at times, but are hilarious and have the best Scottish accents. Mm -hmm. The knack-knack feagles. So there's three for you, if you like heroines. <laughs> and I like the use of resources, a frying pan. Yes. Like, well, iron. Ah, there you go. Okay. Okay, I'll go next. I have similarly two books that I've read, or actually a series and one standalone novel that I've read in the past year, in my 20s, and enjoyed them so much, but they would also be appropriate for a middle school reader, I would say. The first is Catherine Arden's Winter Night trilogy that starts with The Bear and the Nightingale. Catherine Arden is a Vermont author. It's a fantasy trilogy <laughs> that is set on the edge of the vast Russian wilderness, and it follows the protagonist, her name is Vasya, as she sort of unravels the fact that she has some magical powers that her mother also inherited, but her mother has since passed, so she doesn't have a teacher to guide her through those powers. I loved it. It deals with a lot of really interesting Russian folktale mythology, and there's a great glossary of the terms at the back of the term, which is super helpful. I scarfed it down. It's beautiful, too, because it's set in the Russian wilderness, but I can kind of tell that Catherine Arden lives in Vermont from the, like, nature, <laughs> from the nature descriptions. There's a lot of, like, wooded, chilly settings, which I love. And I think any child would really love it, too. It can get a little bit scary. There's a frost demon that shows up quite a bit, but there's great lessons in it, too. And second is a book called Convenience Store Woman, which is by a Japanese author, Sayaka Murata. It's a very slim, kind of odd, quirky, coquettish novel about this woman who is just completely satisfied with her beautiful life working in a convenience store. And her parents I know, and her <laughs> I know, and her parents that just like can't seem to get over that. So it is it's really interesting if you kind of want to like shove some like anti-capitalist theory at your child like <laughs> if you kind of like it just asks the really important question why so many of us connect our self-worth to our jobs when we shouldn't and it's also just super fun to read funny whimsical and short and i actually have a friend who teaches at middlebury high school who teaches it so it's oh, definitely yeah. in that reading level no way! I love that! <laughs> I love that! Three. I could have just kept my mouth That's shut. That's okay. No. no, because I have another one. So I'm going to second two of the ones you've already heard about. Yeah. Mm. Because I love them deeply. Girl Who Navigated Fairyland in a Ship of Her Own Making is a book that I have also gifted to many people that are mm. going out on journeys um, or going through you know, a, a change in their life. It's Catherine Valente is, is a poet she was a poet first before she started writing fiction and she plays with language in a way that's just really wonderful like you want to read every sentence out loud because you just want to hear how it sounds and there's so many awesome lessons in it and just it's all about this girl growing up and and finding out what she's capable of and it's it's really wonderful and you can read it at any age and get something out of it hands down and then Catherine Arden's Winter Night Trilogy is one of my favorite trilogies of all time. I do feel like the first book is so good, but the mm. other two books are also yeah, incredibly I good. I agree. And there's nothing inappropriate There's in nothing, them. no. It's just, it gets yeah. a little spooky. Yeah. And like maybe a little bit of violence, but mm -hmm. not that much. But I mean, those kids' books yeah. 
Yeah. And even the ones that are considered that's true. Hunger appropriate, Games. the Hunger Games, or even before that, like The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah. yeah. Like you've got... There's a war. There's a war. There's a witch. <laughs> there's a stabbing. There's a death. There's a... <laughs> yeah. 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 Great um, point. Before I give my third recommendation, I so we get this question a lot as booksellers. And of course, when you're standing there with the individual who's asking, yeah. you can ask follow-up questions. How old is the is the reader... Do they like nonfiction? Because sometimes nonfiction can be a great way to go if they're interested in that just because the content's a little thicker and it can keep them busy. But if if you want novels that, you know, really don't have, you know, like topics that are making things get banned in schools or what, you know, which is a whole, I was just having a text conversation with my sister-in-law in Ohio about all the stuff that my old school district is trying to ban that could be an upcoming be episode. Our favorite sad. banned books. How can you ban Wonder? Don't. Why don't God. do it? Why? That's... Yeah. Because you can't talk about difference at all. That that I mean that must be why. And the third oh. recommendation from me is The Last Quintista by Donna Barba Higuera. I love this one for a number of reasons. It it is written for middle grade readers. Um, it's made it onto a whole bunch of lists in the last year. It's it's true like sci-fi for kids. It's People getting on a spaceship to leave Earth because a comet has hit and they need to, you know, they need to go keep, keep the human race alive. <laughs> but the main character is this this young girl named Petra Pena, and everybody on the ship has like a task or a thing that they are supposed to, a role that they fill. And she really wants to be a storyteller, like members of her family have been before. And so the whole thing, like, of course, they get on the spaceship and nothing goes as planned because you can't predict everything. And what would the story be if there wasn't any conflict? So, you know, things things kind of go awry. And in the end, the whole story ends up being kind of like this love letter to the importance of stories and storytelling and all that stuff. So I, I loved reading it as an adult. And I feel like, especially if you've got younger readers that are, you know, trying to be kept entertained, seven or eight, you know, this is probably written more for a 10 to 12 year old, but it would be totally appropriate for them too. And it might be kind of fun to read together. Oh, that's a great you know, idea. Yeah. And, and talk about the things that are going on. I think that's true of a lot of books that are probably higher reading level books for like a younger kid. I would always recommend like knowing what they're reading so that you can discuss things that come up that might be a little bit difficult. Yeah. Or, you know, just the assurance of, hey, if you come across anything in this book that you don't understand, Ask me about Ask it. Me. Ask me about it. <laughs> Although the other thing that I've noticed sometimes, I mean, having raised kids and watching what they read, like sometimes it would be like, oh, I don't know if you're going to quite, like, I don't know what that's going to do for you. And what I've noticed is they don't even notice. Like the things that they are not ready for, they don't even notice enough to ask questions about it, which is, which is kind of fun. Like they just, like they, they get the gist of the story, but they don't. Their brain just isn't ready for whatever it is that you're sort of like, are you ready for this? And their brain tells them, I'm not ready. And so. Yeah. Or, I mean, we bring to whatever we're reading the experiences that we've had in life and the things that we've heard about and what we're familiar with. So, you know, a lot of that stuff, there's no way they could have picked up on it because they wouldn't have read the the clues that were there in the way that they were intended to be read. So. Like, this is coming from me who, when I was, you know, six years old, I could read really well, and somehow I picked a novelization of the original Batman movie out of the library and read the whole thing cover to cover. 
And I'm not too bad. <laughs> it didn't mess me up too bad. But your point about you pick up stuff that you've already discussed. Like I also remember reading books with my kids and my I, I am a white woman and I'm raising two Latino children who are brown and black skinned. We would read books and they would pick up on things that their white peers were not picking up on. Like there are no characters that look like me or it's wow, all of the characters in this book who are X happen to be a certain descriptor fits them often be books that they were reading in class and they would come home from school and be like no one else mentioned that or no one else noticed it and so it you know it goes back to you bring your lived experience and you bring what's being discussed at home to the conversation so what might be a really good resource for parents actually is there's this great essay in Gia Tolentino's Trick Mirror which is just a phenomenal collection of essays from a couple years ago where she talks about she's an Asian woman she talks about the moment in time when she realized she was reading all these classic novels, like the ones that all little girls read, little people read, like little women and these classics that everyone reads. She talks about the moment as an adult, she realized, oh, I was envisioning all those people as Asian, but really they're white. And just how that shifted her perspective on young readers. That was a great essay. It's such a good essay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. If we had like a little, I feel like we got good book recommendations and a little literacy (laughs) seminar there. (laughs) And with that, we end this episode to some. Today we discussed, let's start with Emma. Can you remember what you discussed? The We Free Men by Terry Pratchett. The Girl Who Circumnavigated Fairyland in a Ship of Her Own Making by Catherine Valenti. And The Troubled Girls of Dragomir Academy by Anne Ursu. I recommended The Winter Night Trilogy by Catherine Arden. Convenience Store Woman by Sayaka Murata, and for the parents, Trick Mirror by Gia Tolentino. And I second all of those recommendations, and then also added Last Quantista by Donna Barbara Higuera. Thank you, everyone. Shelf Help is brought to you by The Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help readers find their next great book, CATV Upper Valley Media Community, and these three fabulous bookstores, Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont, the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont, and Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire, representing Hanover for those of us in the Upper Valley or New Hampshire. If you've got a reading dilemma, email us a question or a voice memo at shelfhelpuv at gmail.com or contact any of these three fabulous stores using your preferred social media method. We are here to help your shelves. Thanks for being with us. See you next time on Shelf Help. Thank you for listening to this Jam podcast. If you have found this program interesting and would like to find more Upper Valley content or learn how to produce your own media, please visit us at uvjam.org. That's uvjam.org.